listening to SBS On The Money with Ricardo Gonsalves. Hi everyone, it's your daily 10-minute business and finance news wrap for this Friday, the 27th of August 2021. It's an exciting day because it's pretty much the end of reporting season, one of the busiest periods for um, finance journos in the corporate community. Um, we've got a few more big ones to come next week in terms of Fortescue and, and Crown, but then that's pretty much it. Uh, today, the, the biggest report was to come out of the diversified industrial company, Wes Farmers. Wes Farmers is proposing to return $2.3 billion to shareholders via a $2 per share special dividend. It comes as it posts earnings before interest and tax of around $3.8 billion. That's an increase in 19%. Of course, it's been benefiting from the stay-at-home movement and people working from home with the likes of Bunnings and Kmart and Officeworks doing well. However, it has noticed that sales are softer in the first couple of months of the new financial year because of the New South Wales and Victorian lockdowns. For more, I spoke earlier with its CEO, Rob Scott. Rob, you're based in Western Australia, but operate across the country. WA strict border rules, do they bother you? Does it make you? Does it make it more difficult for you to operate your business? And to what extent do you think it'll hinder the nation's economic recovery? Well, look, it does make it, it does make it difficult for a lot of people and certainly it makes it challenging to run a national business from Western Australia. But uh, I think it's fair to acknowledge that WA is in a very different situation to the east coast of Australia by virtue of our isolation here in Western Australia. Um, a tougher approach to borders has served the majority of the WA population quite well through COVID. The East Coast is a totally different issue. Obviously, it's in large cities, global sized cities, it's just so difficult to contain Delta. And that just reinforces the importance of getting the vaccination rates up. Isn't one of the concerns though that there may not be that um, agreement between all the states when we do hit those those national targets? Well, yeah, look, it's disappointing that uh, COVID has become a, a state-based political issue. You know, at, at, at its essence, COVID is a global pandemic and it is a time where across Australia we need to show some empathy and compassion to all Australians uh, and we really do need to start thinking longer term around how we work our way through this. And what we're starting to see at the moment is we are starting to see that a lot of the social, economic and mental health impacts of extended lockdowns in many ways, we'll, it will get to the point where they are far more damaging than the health issues of COVID, particularly when we reach such high levels of vaccination. So look, right here and now, I, I, I appreciate and I support uh, the, the lockdown situation because we need to get the vaccination rates up. Speaking of vaccinations, what is your vaccination policy, especially for those on the front line serving customers face to face? Well, what we've tried to do is to do everything possible to help our team members get vaccinated. So we've provided paid vaccination leave to help our uh, team get vaccinated. Uh, just in the last week, we've also, uh, together with the government, uh, created mobile vaccination hubs at a number of Bunnings stores uh, in Sydney. Uh, and that is available to all of our West Farmers team members and also to tradies. Uh, tradies travel around uh, the city and um, 
and to make it easier for them to get vaccinated is important. We've also, uh, in many communities, used our retail stores as ways to communicate in different languages the government messages around the importance of vaccination, uh, given that we're embedded in so many different communities around around Australia. So there are lots of things that we're doing. Pleasingly, uh, the large format retail stores uh, and with our COVID safe practices have proven to be quite a safe environment through COVID. Uh, not, all, not all workplaces are like that, but at least in retail, uh, we have quite a safe operating environment. Supply chain issues will impact stock availability. So I'm curious to know what kind of stock, what can consumers expect to see less of or harder to get? Well, the first thing is we've, across our West Farmers businesses, we've spent a lot of time in the last year trying to build greater resilience and flexibility into our supply chain. So I'm quite confident that our businesses, Kmart, Target Office Works, Bunnings, Will be, uh, will be well stocked in advance of Christmas. Uh, we're very determined to do that. We are seeing some shortages in some products. Uh, for example, semiconductors. There's a global shortage of semiconductors, uh, obviously are important for many, uh, many technical products, industrial products. Uh, but we're also seeing COVID has uh, caused some challenges in some manufacturing hubs, particularly in Southeast Asia where uh, some personal electronics, uh, personal entertainment products and so forth um, are produced. So we may well see some challenges sourcing product in those areas. Uh, I'd love to know a bit more about your diverse, diversity within the organisation, including your plans for employment parity with Indigenous people. So we've had a concerted effort in this area in recent years. We are aiming to get to employment parity uh, which is 3% representation in our workforce of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders. We set that target for two, at the end of 2022, and pleasingly, we're well on track to deliver that a year ahead of schedule. Rob Scott there, the CEO of West Farmers. Now to the Australian share market, which did close pretty much flat, 7,488 on the S&P ASX 200. Consumer discretionary stocks with a major drag on the market. For more on the day's market action and for a bit of a wrap on profit reporting season, I spoke earlier with Tony Sycamore from City Index. Tony, reporting season has pretty much wrapped up. How would you rate it? Yeah, we've just got a handful of stocks left to report next week. We've got Crown and FMG. But by and large, the results up until the start of this week have been very solid, with one of the main features being a real revelation that companies here are particularly cashed up and they're very happy to reward their shareholders. We're looking at dividend payments this year of around $30 billion on top of $18 billion worth of buybacks. Now that $30 billion eclipses the next biggest record we had in 2019. From the start of this week, we started to see a growing divide between the have and the have nots. And what we're seeing is some of these stocks which are being rewarded, they're up 10%. Other stocks are falling down 10% after they report. Now, examples of earnings reports and companies that have been rewarded by that 10% plus type movement, we're talking about a lot of the travel stocks, stocks like Qantas, Flight Centre, Webjet, uh, Blackmores, Nanosonics have all done very, very well. On the other side of the ledger, we've started to see the 10% moves come in from companies like Kogan, uh, A2 Milk, and we 
are, as I said, starting to see more and more of a sense. So in terms of this week, it's been a little bit more disappointing. The guidance which we're seeing as well is starting to reflect the impact of these lockdowns. You know, the lockdowns here in Sydney really didn't kick off until the end of June. So that was the FY21. FY22, things are starting to look a little bit slower and we're starting to see stocks reflected uh, on, the downing, uh, on the downgrades which are expected to come through. Of the ones that have reported, which ones caught your attention and why? Yeah, look, I think the Qantas move has been absolutely... We're talking about international travel resuming by Christmas. Now, this isn't the first time the CEO has promised travel to resume. And every time we get these promises coming through, unfortunately, we get these setbacks. Um, I love his optimism and I'm very, very hopeful, just like everybody else is, that we can start to resume international travel. But there's still a lot of question marks over that. Now, when we look at the Qantas share price, it's basically rallied from $4.20 at the start of this week up to around $5.30. So certainly the market's taking the CEO's comments on face value. Whether that's going to turn into another COVID disappointment, we'll soon see. And just wrapping up, the latest discussion around economic growth and iron ore prices, we've seen a big correction there. How's that all flowing through to the Australian dollar? The Aussie dollar's been under a lot of pressure, um, particularly over the first half of August, and that was with regards to the uncertainty around the Delta variant and uncertainties around economic growth. The data, the second derivative of data, had certainly slowed, particularly in countries relevant to Australia, such as China. However, at the start of this week, we've pretty much well flipped 180 degrees for the Aussie dollar. After trading down to 71 cents, we saw some supportive comments come out of the Central Bank of China, and we also had confirmation that the Chinese had managed to suppress the Delta variant, which was weighing on their economic growth. The Aussie dollar springboarded over the first four days of this session, uh, the first four days of this week, rallying from 71 cents up to around 72.80 cents. And in line with the better aspect around growth, which the improvement in China has seen, iron ore has also rallied significantly, up about 20% from its lows, now trading at $150 per tonne. And we're starting to see reports that steel production in August is bouncing back from those very seasonally weak numbers that we saw in July. Tony Sycamore there from City Index. This SBS On The Money podcast is provided for informational purposes only. The content on this podcast should not be understood as constituting advice or a recommendation. It is not personal advice and does not consider your personal circumstances or objectives. You should contact a licensed professional before making any financial decision.